You have to get out of your house to be happier. This is according to a study with coronavirus putting a stop to most travel plans. A new study says you need to get out and explore your own town. And what better way to be in lush greenery and to explore your own town than to go to the Chicago Botanic Garden. Joining us now is Harriet Resnick. She is the Chicago Botanic Garden's Vice President of Visitor Experience and Business Development. Hi, Harriet. How are you? I'm good, G. How are you? Doing well. Thanks so much for being with us. You're the perfect person to talk with because you are the president of Visitor Experiences, and we're excited to be able to be a visitor again Well, we are excited to welcome everyone back, and hopefully the weather of today will hold for tomorrow, and it'll be absolutely gorgeous. So tell us a little bit about, so it's going to start tomorrow, right, the reopening? Yeah, so we did a um, a limited reopening. We started on June 9th, Mm -hmm. if anyone's ever been to the garden. We have a 2.3-mile walking loop that loops the entire garden. So we started letting visitors in then, but it was sort of a sneak peek um, because it was just the perimeter road. But starting tomorrow, um, visitors uh, will be able to enter what we all have come to know and love as the Chicago Botanic Garden and really come into the main island and with the Japanese island, the English Walled Garden, and visit everybody's favorite places. And what a treasure. I think it's going to be appreciated in a way more now than ever before. Don't you agree? No, I do. And um, our perimeter road, so, you know, kind of new world, right? Um, you can't just wake up and say it's a beautiful day. I want to go to Chicago Botanic <laughs> right. Garden anymore. Um, you know, we have to limit the number of people we have on site at anyone any given time for everyone's safety, right? Um, so uh, you have to make a reservation. Even if you're a member, you have to go online and reserve in advance, pick a time slot that you'd like to come. Um, but hopefully it'll be worth it. And, um, yes, it'll be absolutely spectacular when everyone can come back and enjoy. The perimeter road sold out. Um, you know, again, it started on June 9th, and it's been going ever since. So we people are definitely eager to be back. Yeah, I see that. It's saying that it's sold out all the way, uh, you know, it's sold out uh, for sure. And uh, it sounds like people are just really enjoying that sort of 2.3-mile loop of the garden. So um, what what is available then in terms of uh, when we sign up to come and visit? So when you pick a slot, pick a date, you get to come into the garden. And again, it'll be just like it's always been. You come in through our visitor center. Um, the cafe will be open with limited service. We'll have our barista, uh, really? which is always great. Wow. Um, so that's our grab and go. Then mm-hmm. we actually have always had an outdoor grill, great barbecue, hamburgers, chicken sandwiches, veggie burgers outside. So what's great about the garden is we are mostly outside <laughs> destination. So this outdoor dining has totally worked right into our sweet spot. Um, we do have indoor dining, but we have a lot more outside spaces. So you can come to the grill, eat on the decks outside. We've obviously had to pull some tables. And for the first time, you know, you have to be creative with all of this. We've got a um, pop-up tent in the middle of the garden for grab-and-go sandwich salads, um, snacks that we never had before, and we're just letting people picnic in that area of the garden again. New, I, new times, new new things we're going to be doing. I think that is so cool. And, of course, from everything that we're hearing from health experts, it's better to be outside. So I think this is going to be something that everyone is truly going to appreciate um, this summer. I know that you guys were doing a lot of stuff online. Are you going to continue to do that too? 
Yeah, so again, we you know, the little the silver linings of COVID is so we um, we never had online classes before. Mm-hmm. Um, and in April, our education team got a few classes up and going. And now we offer quite a few that are available online. Um, our classes are very well attended and, and experts teach them. So it's from photography um, to art. And starting mid-July, we're hoping to do some on-site, you know, again, small classes, mm-hmm. um, keeping within the guidelines of the state. Everyone's spread out, wearing a mask during the class, but it's just be so nice to be able to have people come back and do classes. So we have some art classes and things you just can't do online, so we'll be offering those on-site starting mid-July. Harriet, do you mind filling us in, um, just in case someone is new to the Chicago Botanic Garden, um, on what type of classes you offer? Yeah, so again, if there's a whole range from botanical art uh, to photography. We have fitness classes. What a great place to do wow. yoga. Um, so actually, our classes, our yoga classes will start and they will be outside. So, you know, sort of like a, a getaway, right? It's almost like being on vacation at a spa resort, but you'll just be here up in Glencoe. Um, we've got, um, I'm trying to think some of our other classes that we'll be able to run. We're not going to be running our cooking classes initially, so that, okay. that shouldn't be a surprise. Um, just, again, given the health and safety guidelines, I think right now is not the time that we should be offering them. But mm-hmm. if you go online to our website, there's a whole list of all our different kinds of classes. Obviously, horticultural classes, gardening classes is definitely our sweet spot. Well, heaven forbid someone has never been to the Chicago Botanic Garden, which I think a lot of people are going to be exploring, you know, because everyone's staying at home. A lot of people are uncomfortable with uh, long travel or travel by plane. Um, What makes Chicago Botanic Garden so special? If you want to talk about sort of the grounds, I mean, you guys have like over 300 acres there. Yeah, so we're 385 acres of um, just unbelievable world-renowned display gardens, as well as 100 acres of woods. And our wood paths are open. They are one way because they're very narrow, but we've got signage to direct people. Um, we also have a huge prairie. So Illinois is the prairie state. Mm-hmm. Um, there's very few prairies still remaining <laughs> left in Illinois, but we have one, so you could come out and see it. But our display gardens are world-renowned, um, designed by um, some of the most famous um, landscape designers in the world. Um, and it is just a wonderful place to come and enjoy. And I find that there's not a lot of places you can go with multi-generational families, right? Right. Um, you know, the kids want something, the grandparents want something else. I think the garden really offers something for everyone, which is really wonderful. And again, since you can really just spend a day now that we have, again, it's limited cafe service, but there'll be food. Our shop will be closed to the middle of July. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of our attractions, our tram ride, our model railroad, our butterflies and blooms exhibitions, those will be open later in July, too. So something to look forward to and something to come back for um, mm-hmm. in your visit. And there there are, you know, even for tomorrow, we still have um, spots available. Some of the sweet spot slots are sort of that uh, 9, 10, 11 a.m. spots. Mm-hmm. Those seem to be gone in these early days. But anyone can go online now. There's definitely availability for tomorrow and all throughout July 31st, which is where what tickets we have up for sale for now. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I didn't think you would have any slots open for tomorrow. So that's great. Um, yeah. So you can enjoy a beautiful day. <laughs> I love that. Uh, we're talking with uh, Harriet Resnick. She's Chicago Botanic Gardens Vice President of Visitor Experience and Business Development. Let's talk a little bit about the business side of things. Um, I know that last year you guys sort of had over a million people. How many people visit? Um, Actually, last year was our record-breaking attendance. We had just over 1.2 million visitors. Wow. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, we set record number. Um, a large part of it was due to our holiday, our new holiday show called Lightscape, mm-hmm. um, which we had about 170,000 visitors in December. You know, yeah. that doesn't happen usually at the garden. And people think of uh, winter, they think the garden's closed, it's too cold. But the, the holiday light show, as well as our Night of a Thousand Jack Lanterns, which is our October Halloween um, event, mm-hmm. really helped put us over the edge in terms of attendance last year. So we're hoping to offer those programs again, too, this year. Going to have to change the capacity a little bit, change mm-hmm. the routes, but um, we are very hopeful that we can deliver on those this fall and winter because I think, again, even even then, people will want to be outside. Definitely agree with you. So, Harriet, in terms of, you know, sort of having to limit the capacity of how many people can visit, in terms of revenue and sort of being able to maintain um, all the acres, you said, you know, over 380 acres, um, how are you guys doing? Well, you know, like everyone else, it's been a rough uh, go of it just during COVID. It was, you know, just as uh, the garden sort of wakes up as we come into spring um, and people want to be out so really, our May and June are some of our biggest months. We also had to close our orchid show mm-hmm. nine days early. We were doing really, really well, and this kind of hit. Um, so, yes, yeah, I mean, like every other business, right, we have taken a, a big financial hit. We are a nonprofit organization. Um, but we're hopeful that, you know, again, being an outdoor venue, um, it'll be we will be very attractive to people to come um over the summer. And, you know, membership is a great value at the garden. You know, our lowest membership is $99. And if you remember, you can come, you know, every day if you want. Um, again, now you have to make a reservation, which is a little new, but you can book up as many days as you'd like um, and really spend time outdoors and enjoy. Well, I know throughout these last months, you've still been very busy there with all the grounds crew having to keep up with all the, uh, you know, everything that's that's blooming and, and that needs to be trimmed and mulched and taken care of, right? Yeah, well, you know, nature doesn't, you know, <laughs> nature doesn't know corona. Um, so things are still growing. And, you know, we are a living museum. So we're not just a park. We have, you know, over 2.3 million different kinds of plants, taxa in our collections, and we, we had to tend to them. So, yes, even when people are deep in the stay-at-home, we, we did have uh, our horticulture team drastically reduced um, in number, but we did have people there to keep the plants alive, right? Mm-hmm. They don't water themselves, um, and they don't trim themselves, and they don't plant themselves. So uh, we've been very, very busy Um even during the stay at home. And I heard that even um, throughout the um, throughout the pandemic, you were also giving back too. like, I think you were making donations to the um, food depository too. Yeah. So we have this amazing program called Windy City Harvest. Um, We have about 16 sites all throughout the city um, where we actually do grow food. And a large part of that business is selling food to restaurants. Um, as well as doing farmers markets in low-income communities. So since the restaurants were closed, we just took the the food that we were producing because, again, nature doesn't stop because of corona. Things were still growing, and it was wonderful. So we were able to deliver a lot of food to people in need during this time. Well, that's fantastic. So uh, to you know what, just as a reminder, go to chicagobotanic.org, and that's where you can go and set up your visit. Um, any main thing, Harriet, that people should remember? Do they just need to remember to bring their mask? Like, what's the what's the main thing you want people to think about? Yeah, so main thing is knowing truth out of pre-reservation. So definitely do as you just said, G. 
go online. If you're a member, it's free. If you're not a member, um, there is a parking fee, but as many people can fit in your car can get in for that. Um, Cook County residents get a discount, so you plug in your zip code, and the, the correct fee based on the day that you pick will pop up. So that's one thing. you got to bring that with you um, or show it on your smartphone when you come through, and a mask. So, again, even though we're an outdoor venue, um, there are some times where, you you know, the, the governor's uh, guidelines are that mm-hmm. if you can't be more than six feet away from others who are not in your party, it, you should wear a mask. And we really do um, encourage um, people, especially there are a few buildings you have to walk through the visitor center. Um, we do have indoor restrooms in, in two places that when you're inside, just be respectful. You know, wear a mask, wear a mask when you're talking to our staff. Um, it's just kind and considerate. But if you're walking around the garden, just, you know, you and your family, and there's no one else around you, put it in your pocket. Perfect. And enjoy. Well, thanks for all those tips. Really appreciate you. Harriet Resnick, Chicago Botanic Gardens Vice President of Visitor Experience and Business Development. Be well, Harriet. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jay. Hope to see you soon at the garden. Absolutely. Thank you.